In a high-tech world where people have ever-increasing courage to sit behind a screen and dole out opinions without consequence, comes three heroes prepared to fight back through the safety of our microphones and digital airwaves. You've got one star for us? Well, we've got three stars for you. Here comes Three Stars Podcast, ready to dish it out. Isn't, isn't fucking Jaeger supposed to be a digestive? Is yes, supposedly, it is. Yeah. Yes. But us Americans, yeah. we fucking ruin everything and we Turned just it shoot into it. a party You know shot. what we should do? We should mix it with Red Bull. Yeah. Uppers and downers, man. Why did you take <laughs> the blood out of it? I'm going to digest the hell out of this thing. <laughs> I'm so di- I'm digesting so hard, bro. Hey, guys. Welcome to Three Stars Podcast. How are we doing today? Dandy. Fine. I wasn't asking you to. Oh. I was asking our listeners, you dumbasses. Together, <laughs> we're fine and dandy. <laughs> my name is Samantha. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm here accompanied by my two fabulous bros, Bill and Brad. Say hi, gents. Dandy. Fine. God, uh, seriously? Come no, on. you'd be the fine one. Fine. Stop. Just dandy. Uh, <laughs> wait, I don't like that either. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into our show and another episode. We greatly, greatly, we greatly appreciate you. We gratefully appreciate. <laughs> gratefully, we greatly appreciate you. Today we're going to be talking about another heroic restaurant owner who stands up for his staff and isn't afraid to let the public know. We are going to be talking about a gentleman over across the big pond. His name is Lee Skeet. He owns a restaurant called Cora, and it apparently is a very tiny restaurant. It seats twelve. Only, and it looks like it's in somebody's home. It has the ambiance of a home. It's very, very intimate. Uh, fireplace, wood floors, wood tables, small bar. I don't even think it has an actual bar from the pictures that I've seen. It's above another restaurant in um, what is the name of the city again? Cat cat. Cardiff. 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 There we go. Cardiff, UK. Uh, But this gentleman really did something amazing for one of his employees who was harassed verbally and physically, actually, by some customers of hers. He took the ultimate middle finger to the patrons that visited his restaurant and took that tab of theirs, which was over a thousand pounds. What is that in dollars? That is one fat tab. How many? How many? How many squirrel carcasses is that? <laughs> Squirrels, man, that's like millions of squirrel carcasses. Uh, it's something. It, it equates to something like thirteen hundred dollars, I think, is what they. I don't remember exactly what the. I mean, you could go online anywhere and yeah. figure out what eleven hundred pounds is to the U.S. dollar. I, I think they said it was thirteen hundred dollars was the equivalent. But he took that tab and instead of refunding his patrons because they were terrible to his server. Uh, he took that tab and he gave it to his server um, and stood like up it, for her. It's so like eighty dollars to a hundred is a pound. Uh, just, according just, to the Board Panda article, uh, it says. <laughs> I just feel like it's important. I don't know. It's a fat panda. <laughs> it's a fat panda. <laughs> One thousand three hundred fifty dollars uh, U.S. dollars. That's a fat tab. That's a fucking fat tab. That's, That's a two hundred dollar tip at least, right? And and the place only seats twelve. Twelve people. That's it. Twelve. It is a very intimate, intimate restaurant. But uh, so that's what we're gonna what we're gonna be talking about today is this amazing restaurant owner who who just really is proud of his employee and is on our side. You know, the actual server, bartender, hospitality side. Which you know, I hate to say it, a lot of owners and a lot of managers are not. Uh, but this this guy is so. 
If you like our show, go ahead and leave us a review on whichever platform you listen to us on. Um, you can find us, honestly, almost anywhere. I think iHeartRadio is one of the few places you cannot find us, and I've tried and tried. They're going to regret it. You're going to regret it, iHeartRadio. Even, even if you don't like us, you should write a review. Even if you don't like us, write us a review. Tell us why you don't like us. Make sure it's constructive. Please do not write a review out of anger. We don't appreciate that. <laughs> Just like you don't appreciate that server being all pissed off that you were a slow server. Which you were. I'll take your angry review. Yeah. <laughs> no, come get some. You want to shut up the fucking title? Shit. <laughs> Write us a review. You're a bum, Rock. <laughs> Please write us that review. Go ahead and give us a little thumbs up or the heart, whichever uh, Instagram or Facebook, social media, that's the word, whichever social media platform you follow us on. Give us uh, the likes and then go ahead and share us. Let all your non-service industry friends know about us because honestly, that's why we started this podcast. We wanted to make sure that the general public knew about our life and how Yelp reviews really do affect our our jobs. So, you know how we did that one episode mm. of meh, meh, right? I think social media needs meh. to like they they don't include like a dislike button, but nah, they should include they should give us a, a meh, meh button. Yeah. It's we like should. I don't really know how to feel about this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's what's uh, Z- Zimmerman? What's Facebook's owner? Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. We Why don't, don't you give us a meh? He he will not be named. Yeah. Why don't you give us a meh? Before we go ahead and spritz this drink, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and start with a with an actual little tasty beverage. Brad, what are we having? Uh, well, later we're gonna be doing an aperol spritz. Uh-huh. But right now we're actually just gonna go ahead and taste aperol. Yeah, we're tasting it. Yeah, T- tasty <laughs> shots. Mmm, I love aperol. Yeah, it's fucking. It, oh, that's so, my favorite of all of the so the interesting thing is so it, it's it's a bitter aperitivo but the funny thing is that it's actually sweet right up front mm-hmm. right and then the bitter bitterness starts to set in later I it's an like Italian, it. it's an italian aperitivo um this one in particular you know <laughs> uh and most aperitivos promote uh, like Gut health, good Digestive, digestion. Yeah. Uh, they're they're very they have very medicinal qualities in the stuff that they use. Anyway, lately people have been asking me for an Aperol spritz more and more and more. So yeah, I wanted to do one of these. They're very popular. It's getting over nice in, outside. Yeah, yep. it is, and and they're very popular over in Italy. I remember when we went, almost everybody had an Aperol spritz in hand or near near you know on the table somewhere and i even had one and it was oh, it was delightful it's it's funny because like this is one of those liquors that gets a bunch of kind of gets some shit you know like all like all fucking hoity-toity bartenders right. like it's not malort or no. campari <laughs> but like i don't know it's funny i like this is gonna well be it's this nowhere near as bitter, bitter right as right campari, yeah, yeah. Or or Malort. Or Malort, Malort no. is like oh, peels your tongue off. Bigfoot's dick, dude. We should do a repro- <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking gross. I need to find a meme for that. That's hysterical. Um, I'll make you one. Thank you. I actually, a few weeks ago at my job, I listened to one of my bartenders try to explain what Aperol tasted like because a customer said, you know, what is Aperol? I don't, underst- I don't know what this is in your cocktail. And my bartender, who I'm not a big fan of, and she will never, ever, ever listen to this podcast, and oh. I will not name her. But um, she said... Is it weird that I want to know more? Oh, I will tell you later, <laughs> like my wanted, friend. It makes me want to know even she more. She said it's an orange liqueur, which in my head I'm thinking, okay, you're right. Sure. Yeah. It's got an orange flavor. It's not an orange liqueur, but it's an orange <laughs> fav- flavor, blah, blah, blah. And then she came back, 
And because the customer said something and she was like, no, it's it's it's, you know, it's kind of bitter. It tastes like grapefruit. And I was like, what? but you just said it was an orange liqueur. Like, right. What Do you know what you're fucking talking about? I just want to walk over to that customer and slide our website to, over to them and be like, hey, check this out. We know what we're talking about. And I, I just, I'm a lowly server at this place. You know? I struggle <laughs> with these guys straight. though, with these with these bitter liqueurs, you know, because I don't know that much about them, you know. Like I'm still I'm I'm learning yeah, as I but go. But this one you can you can taste the orange. Oh, it's yeah. not it's not acidity, it's like almost almost like a fake sweet orange. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyways, I just had to share that because she's a doomkoff. So shout outs. <laughs> Who are we shouting out today? I feel like that was like a reverse shout out. That was like <laughs> she is a dumb cop. Shout right? out! Uh, so I'm shouting out to Special K. Um, Excuse me. Uh, yep, Special K. I, I'm not using his real name. I did. I did uh, mention that, and because it then kind of gives away the whole where I work thing yeah. or could your then, secret identity. What's the yeah, point of a exactly, secret identity? Right, exactly. So it's really to protect him more so than me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, shout out to Special K who actually said to me a few weeks ago that he's, he's like, so I listened to your podcast. I was like, oh, I don't remember telling you that that I did a podcast. <laughs> oh, And he said, no, actually it was funny how this came to me. It was recommended to him from a former co-worker from his home state, like five or six states away. What? That's even better. And dude. it was like, hey, you've got to listen to this podcast. Fuck. And so he listens to it and he's listening to it. He's like, uh, wait, that's that's my Brad that works for me. Oh my gosh. And so then he was like, yeah, so I, uh, I listened to your podcast. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and he's he's been listening, which is pretty cool. That's so great. Thanks, Special K. Do you walk around with the a box of cereal. Yeah, walks around with a box box of cereal with his, oh, so you know, one so hand sweet. in. <laughs> I'm gonna give a shout out to Aaliyah. Aaliyah is our web page designer. She's an avid listener. She supports us 100. percent But not only that, she sent us this review and not this review, but she sent us this link um, and this story about what we're going to be talking about here. So Aaliyah, thank you very much. I appreciate all of your help. I appreciate everything that you've done for me uh, regarding this podcast. No, I haven't gotten our Patreon up and running. I will be transparent about that, but I still love you and all the hard work that you contribute to us. So thank you very much. I want to shout out to the angry bartender. Hell yeah. Like any, any of you guys out there like fucking mover and shaker on like, I struggle with social media, but you guys are, you, you inspire me to just use it for what it is and not, uh, not be sad panda. You know, angry bartender <laughs> shared a, uh, shared a meme that was very like on our side and the, and someone commented and read it completely wrong, wrong. <laughs> yes. and was like and was basically like chewing out angry bartender and the angry bartender was like you literally did like this is what it says it says exactly what you're yelling at me, at me for, for as yeah. though i did not say it the right this is what the meme says you're an idiot yeah, you're because dumb. you don't know how to read it yeah. i like that it, it inspires me on the daily I love the angry bartender too. And movers and shaker. They're great. Bitchy waiter. Yeah. You guys, uh, fucking drew Talbert. Oh, that he's so funny. I, you guys, I, I'm actually Googling or YouTubing how to 
work Instagram better for yeah. us because you guys because are amazing and I want to be just uh, like that. It's shit and like that that keeps char- me on Instagram. One of Drew's characters is Brad. <laughs> yeah. Brad, yeah. He gets hit on by old ladies. He does. I love Drew's stuff. He's Shit so is funny. funny. Shit is it funny. is funny. Okay, so should we go ahead and get into our next segment, Behind Bars with Bill? Bill, what do you have for us today? Uh, well, I have a little bit of everything. Uh, I, I a smorgasbord. A smorgasbord. A cornucopia. A poo platter. I, working titles include incomplete parties. Versus uh, slash bad regulars or the good, the bad, and the ir- irregulars or Wednesday night finger blast based on actual events. What? I, I'm <laughs> finger leaning, blast? I, what? I, I'm leaning towards the good, the bad, and the irregulars. But let me just start by saying, like, never reassure your server bartender to not worry. You will take care of them. This is equivalent to the kiss of death in our industry. Uh, if you say this, like, it doesn't matter what you do moving forward. Because we know we're fucked. We <laughs> and don't brag about how much money you make. Just uh, try not to be an asshole and leave me a fat tip. Very classy. Very classy. Like make sure you put that cash money right in my fucking hand. But in that vein, you have to also respect the process and let the act like you've stood in a line before. You know how a queue works. Like first in, first out. Just because you think you're important doesn't mean you can tell me how to do my job. Like you need to trust that I am uh, competent and capable, and that's why you're sat in my section or in my bar in the first fucking place. Uh, don't attempt to set the pace or give me a play-by-play. This we we are ready when you have a moment. No rush. If if there was no rush, you wouldn't fucking say we're ready when you have a moment. Mm. Don't hand me things when my hands are full. Do not push things into my well or touch my tools. And do not, and this is really important. I can't stress this enough. Touch me. Ooh. Yep. And I recoil. That's about I mean, like, I I'm glad I wrote these notes out when I did. Because <laughs> now is that huge. I'm rereading them, like in context, I'm like, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I have anything else to say. Like, I think we just <laughs> kind of get into it. Yeah, I, I'll uh, I'll tell you what I think, which is like the don't brag about how much money you make, or or don't tell me that you're a good tipper, like because really, just just be that. Yeah, you it, don't have to tell me that. Don't, just be that. Don't sing. It, don't it, sing it, about it. Be about it. Right. It, that just plays itself <laughs> out in the end. Respect the process. Absolutely. And and don't you set the pace. I'll set the pace for you. This is my job. This I got here three fucking hours ago right. to set this fucking table or the section up or the bar or whatever. If you tell me when you have a moment and you say to me things like no rush, two things are going to happen. Yeah. One, I'm going to treat it like there's no rush. <laughs> and two, I'm going to forget about you entirely right. because right. you told me not to worry about what? you. And the thing is for me, and I cannot, I can't start this enough, like the cue, like in my mind, it's like... I do things in order. So when you stop me, it fucks everything it up. It fucks not only that up, but it fucks everything else up that came before it. And like whether or not you want to acknowledge that, like I I write stuff down even behind the bar cuz one of the places I work, you know, like one of the places I have toast, which is fucking amazing cuz it's just like and it's in. The other place though is like really fucking high end. So like if I make one small mistake, it's not like just doing 
beers and fucking burgers and shit. Like on a like no but offense, even, but no, like yeah, we I were talking like thirty dollars. Like so, I write it down. Yeah. So, but if you fuck up my shit or you like force me to remember something or like. You're it's, interjecting into my process and you're fucking it up for everybody else. I right. hate toast. I love toast. Because <laughs> because that one place is a beer garden, so all you have to do is push beers. That's it. That's be, if it's amazing. Because I there's food. nothing because you'd have nothing complicated to do. Food that. in there is a little tricky. I, I have noticed. They, sucks. It sucks a little even bit. The, even I don't know, maybe it's just the way it's set no, up. No, when you place. when you have to special, special K, order if you're stuff. listening to this episode, you know I fucking hate toast. I like it. <laughs> oh. I like toast too. But I, this no, episode's already I, fucking awesome. I agree with you. You have so many bullet points in this. Not, don't worry. I'll take care of you. What'd you or, say? What'd you call it? What? Bullet points. <laughs> so, uh, like, when? Oh, you're funny. The bullet on your arm. <laughs> so that joke's gonna run that, forever. And that's, you know, like there are certain things we, as industry service people, hear over and over and over again, and we. We, I, sorry, we stereotype. It's like, if you ask me how much a Budweiser is, I know you're not going to fucking tip me. Well, especially after I rattle off the fact that I have 20 other local beers on draft. But that's the point. You're going for the lowest paid beer, the lowest price point. I I know you're not going to tip me. I want a Bud Light and a fucking shot of your well whiskey. Yeah. You're not going to get my best service. I'm so sorry. Why am I going to go out of my way? Not only that, (laughs) don't worry. I'll take care of you or I'm a really good tipper. I, you know what? Don't say that shit to me. Please don't. Just please don't. Cause I know you're not. Not. Yeah, you wouldn't have to say it. You wouldn't have to say exactly. it. Exactly. It's it's kind of like that person saying, not to be racist, but, but yeah. No, you're being racist. <laughs> yeah. Don't say that. I much more appreciate the person who says, just give me whatever your cheapest beer is. Just give me whatever your cheapest right. beer is. I yeah. appreciate that more than the person who asks how much everything how much is. is. Your oh, like, you can't if afford you it. Ask you me can't. how much it is, you right. already right. can't afford right. Well, right. I mean, within reason. Like well, if no, you're asking like, me how much a Bud Light like is. I had someone in this last week who was asking me the the, how much is is your Don Julio and Yeho? How much is thirty five? How much is your Petronium? How much is like all of, like? It's like, look, I I know that you can't afford it, and if you're quibbling over the dollar fifty difference between well, these two and Yeho's in your out. mind, you just you can't afford that. You can't that. afford it. Sometimes it's like, especially when you're doing thirty, like forty two, or like. A high-end scotch like a Balvini, like Balvini twenty-one, and my my spot is like forty dollars. I mean, it's one yeah. thing forty dollars for it. An, it is one thing to ask, okay, right, How much is the, you know, the twenty-five year scotch? How much is right. the the nineteen forty-two? I'm not going to judge because, you on that. Well, here's the thing: like, there is a place that I went to. They they were charging eleven dollars for nineteen forty-two. That is insane. Right. That is poor. Right. That is a poor business model. Correct. I studied so, art, and so <laughs> I so I would not have known had I not asked. So if it's a super high end right. thing, and and I'm just like, hey, like I'm already drinking what I'm drinking, but I'm like, hey, what do you guys get for your 1942? Maybe it's a special and occasion. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, actually, we're trying to get rid of it. Eleven bucks. Done. Great. I'll take I'll a double. Take the bottle. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, but um, th- those are those are two opposite ends, so. Yeah, I think it all is about, you know, knowing your onions. If you walk into a high-end place where you work, Bill, then you should know that your Oban or your My place isn't even that, like, cray-cray, you know, high-end-wise. But but aren't you, like, a steakhouse type? Yeah, 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 but... yeah. Anyways, you walk into the airport. I, it always kills me when people freak out about airport prices. <laughs> Welcome to the airport. 
Yeah, you're trapped. We got you. Sorry. We no, no, dude, that's the yeah, house. We're, we're, we're gonna. I love working at the airport. airport. No, like, we're gonna, we're gonna charge. Like, you, we're gonna charge because we're paying two hundred thousand dollars a month in rent. Right? Like, I'm so sorry. When Get I, over it. Bring snacks. When I worked at the airport, I was such an adult. I would pack my own lunch. I have like a special. Yep. You know I why? Because I got tired of paying airport prices. Fuck I was yeah. like, fuck this. Uh-uh, fuck yeah, that even shit. your even your fifty percent off at the it airport. Don't like, work. I can't afford. It doesn't matter. It doesn't work. So you know your onions when you walk into your place, especially about your your liquor. Um, if the prices aren't on the menu, then you yeah. can't yes. afford it. Plain and simple. When you're ready and you have a moment, that I'm hit and miss on that one. If I'm fucking running around like a chicken with my head cut off, and somebody says, "When you have a moment," I so, I take it as you're noticing how busy I am, and thank you, I appreciate the fact. Sometimes, that you're, right? I take it. I take it how it goes. Now, if like. Somebody, somebody is in a, if they're in a hurry, which you can tell when people are in a hurry yeah. at the airport and they say, oh, no rush, whatever. It's like, nah, go fuck yourself. Everybody's in a hurry at the airport. Right. <laughs> Snapping, waving at me. No. Um, don't hand me when, don't hand me things when my hands are full. I just, that, I don't like to be handed things. I, that I'm hit and miss on. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Don't push things into my well or touch my tools. Don't you fucking touch my tools. Dude, I, and when, like, when they'll, they'll, they'll like put dirty, the, I'm like, dude, goes, that's not where those go. Right. This also leads, compromised everything that I had going on over here. This leads to the don't sit in a dirty spot, right. and, which right? I think in the back of my mind is when people where I was sit trying, down was going in a dirty spot and they push stuff forward. I'm like, guess what? Had you not sat in the dirty spot when I was ready and available, I would have cleaned that spot. Right. Yep. right. And this and last w- one, don't touch me. That is absolutely 100% a deal breaker. Don't you fucking touch me. Don't touch me. I don't, don't care how much money you make, dude. Don't touch me. Like that, one of our servers a few weeks ago had a disgruntled couple yelling at her, and the husband was poking her, my, the server, right here on no her way, thigh. Dude. No way. And our manager didn't do fucking shit about it. And it's been a little hubbub going on at work, but. Think of how you would want to be treated. Would you like me to come up to you and start fucking poking you in inappropriate body? Not the arm. I'll clock out right now. Like you just don't touch your servers, your bartenders. You don't touch strippers. You you don't (laughs) touch people. You don't touch the talent, man. So I I agree with that up to a certain certain point. To a degree. And here's the point. And actually, Bill was there at Howl at the Moon the night that this happened. This, This woman comes up. She places this order. It's it's not a it's not a cheap order. She like orders several things and walks away with them without paying. I remember that. Right. <laughs> I was like, I'll bounce and, for you. And so <laughs> I had, to go, to, and in, I had to go and find her, right? Extremely loud club. Yeah. She's not hearing me. I tap her on the shoulder to let her I'm like, hey, oh, yeah, yeah. You, I you have to come back to the bar and you have to pay for these drinks. And I was annoyed. And then she's she gets pissed at me that she has to come that I'm making her come back to the bar and pay, right? Meanwhile, so, the bar is anyway, like a, down goes, a bartender. She starts going the wrong direction, so I tap her on the shoulder again because she's not hearing me yelling to her that she's going the wrong way. So I tap her on the shoulder again. Then she gets fucking pissed, turns around and yells at me not to touch her. It was a tap on the shoulder. <laughs> tap right? on the shoulder, right? It wasn't me That's grabbing her by the arm, and, right? Like, but how, like. There is the, I have I worked in a bar restaurant in Wash Park where a I was doing a restaurant a restaurant where I was actually doing something and a a customer leaned over the bar and no joke 
Uh-uh. Pushed my shoulder to get my attention. I was in the middle of doing something. I think I was talking to my coworker about something or another guest about something. Ugh. Do not touch me. Yeah. So I was, Don't That's do a get it. the fuck out situation. I was trying to like work this in, but I didn't know how I was going to work it in. Like, but until just now, but like I have like a term and these motherfuckers like when you're table side and they just like push by you when you're doing your job, I'm, I, I'm calling them juggernauts in my mind right now. Mm. Just, but like, there's some working title, but it just bothers me so fucking much. Like I'm table side trying to sell hundred dollar bottles of wine. <laughs> me, and my they, dumb and ass push past. And you. they're just like, Oh, excuse me. And I'm like, well, what do you, you, yeah, what, let, you want me, the ass or the crotch, yeah, sir? Which would you prefer? Yeah. I just, I, I like this self-important bullshit, dude. Like it's like, it, it's disgusting to me. Like just, it is, it is. There's no excuse for any of that. <laughs> that just reminds <laughs> me of like the people that stand up on an airline at like on the plane and they think that they're going to move past the, 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 cart? Uh, the flight attendant with right. the cart. It's like, Okay. What's your you, plan you, of attack? Yeah, yeah, you realize this isn't happening for you, <laughs> right? Not going You're going to have to wait. I hate it so much. That's a really good behind bars with Bill, Bill. I that's, you know, that's some good heated conversation and it's I mean it's again, it reverts back to treat people how you would want to be treated. Look, when you said Bill that when you're in the process of doing something and people like interrupt that process, it totally fucks up your feng shui. I'm 41, 40 years old (laughs) waiting tables. And I now (laughs) have to write down every little thing to remember it because I, I I don't anymore. I forget people's coffee. I forget things. And so now I'm having to write it down. So I literally in my head, I'm like, okay, table 91 needs this table 92. I need to take her order. Table 95 is okay. Table 106. They need four drinks. Table 103 needs to be greeted and have waters. And this whole time you got servers chirping at you. You got fucking. And then I have customers waving at me and I, it's like, don't minimize my, yeah, you don't understand what I'm doing in my head. So please, Please don't be rude yeah. and then get pissed off at me when you don't get your way. And then you wake up at 4 a.m. I forgot the ranch. And I do yeah. that all the time now. And it's the worst feeling ever. I do it when I'm on the shift. I'm like, oh my God, did I get that guy's orange juice? And it's from like three days ago. <gasps> it's <laughs> the like, worst oh. thing ever. So I mean, yeah, like just treat people the way you would want to be treated. Just put your fucking, it's all about me bullshit to the side and realize that this is a real job. Yeah, and we're going to treat people like it's about them automatically. Right, we, like we. Do if you're that. a good bartender server, yeah. yes, you will. And I will, and you will, you bring it like the the when you have time thing. Like I don't know for whatever reason it just stuck in my head, but when people are real about it, that is it is nice. Especially like this happens because I'd be working my balls off, like and uh, people notice that sometimes, and yeah. sometimes I take it as rude. Yeah, but in reality, like, and I'm not saying don't when, ever when say that. When you have a free like, moment, it's okay. Just, right. just take your time, do whatever. And especially if you use my name, that that's gonna make well, that that's gonna make that one go down a little easier. That's so huge. I was gonna bring that up because Samantha is really good about giving her name and right. getting names. And the best thing about that is that there's it. There is then at no point any reason for someone to touch you right. to get your attention or to when, wave at you or they, to snap right. or to say the hey least bit of attention and they know your name then i mean that is that that's all of it right there and right. i tell people excuse me samantha i I, d- I, yeah. I even tell people i'm like you know you you can call me bartender you can say excuse yeah. me you can say barkeep i uh, i don't care the hey you bullshit i don't like that i look i'm terrible at giving my name because Part of it is because I hate my name, but part of it is because 
no one fucking pays attention anyway. But unless I drive it home. Yeah. I always introduce myself and my team. This is like one of the first things I do. I do that when I do. Like yeah. when I, anyone that's around me, I introduce everybody. But it's to. really, it's not that hard, especially when I say it three times right out of the gate. That's not to say that I I'm going to remember tell. their name right out the gate either, though. And I'm like, I'm a handshaker. Like I'm a fucking, like I want to remember your name. Right. But I know I'm not going to right out the no, gate. Like, but I tell people, you know, it's like, Hi guys, my name is Samantha. I'm going to be taking care of you. Can I get you a cup of coffee? Start you with a glass of orange juice, Bloody Mary, Mimosa. Awesome. Great. Again, my name is Samantha. Please don't hesitate to yell Samantha. Three right. times. That is my go-to. And then I still get waves. It still gets waivers and snappers. Yeah, what's like, fucking and I will go dude, back over. I am now, I don't give a shit. You can still be kind enough to be like, Samantha, Samantha. Samantha, that's her name, Samantha. Samantha, and I tell people, please don't hesitate to yell. Samantha! I say it like that. I don't that. like being yelled at. And they're like, oh, we're not going to yell at you. I'm like, I don't care. You can yell at me as long I'd as you get my you name. I'd rather you did that, right? Then wave at me across the way because I find that so rude. How would you like it if I walked into the Beamer's, you know, floor trying to buy a new BMW and I'm like, It's waving, funny that you went with Beamer's. Waving to the, to the car's associates. Hello? Hello, hello. At the airport, you know, you know that you can take drinks to go, right? And yeah. so, so we have two fucking rules. Rule number one, you cannot drink it in this in or any restaurant. other restaurant. Yep. It has to Num be sealed. Number two, you can't drink it on the plane. No planes, Those trains, are the or automobiles. Only two rules. And I like I tried to dumb it down. We, like some some of the other bartenders I work with make it a really long thing. No, I don't. And I'm like, I don't time. have time for all that. And it's like, you have two rules. You can't drink it in here. You can't drink it on the airplane. And then I turn around to process their payment and they're taking they're a fucking drink. I'm just like, how? what do you not understand So about I'm this? like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to start doing these things like, okay, repeat after me. I will not drink this in this restaurant. Right. And I feel like <laughs> I should do that with my name too. It's like, okay, repeat after me. Hi, my name is Brad. Right. Because, because they don't even pay attention no. to the name no. unless... Like, I'll make a joke. I'm like, there's going to be a test at the end. And if you fail, I'm doubling your tap. Ooh, how great is that? We should be allowed to do that. I always charge them twice. Oh, wow. Well, this, this behind bars bill went, went pretty long, didn't it? It wasn't my fault. And no. actually, or, or maybe it was. <laughs> no, Thanks actually, lot, I, was, I having... made a solid effort to be concise Thanks, as fuck. Thanks for being solid, efforting, <laughs> concise. And, and that the no touching... I just uh, thought it was appropriate. It is appropriate. Well, and the the don't touch me thing leads extremely well into, into what we're going to talking star about. wipe. So how about we go ahead and jump into main course? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can we break? I got to pee. Oh. Okay. Oh. No, we can keep rolling. It's no, gonna, no. Go ahead. We'll can, be right back, kids. Bill's got to pee. Two hours later. Okie dokie, and we're back. Bill's everything come out okay? You're good. Yeah. Oh, good. Do you have any little drippies at the end? Wow. Okay. Here I, we go into I, main I, course. I don't like any of this. <laughs> Main course. Today we're going to be talking about, like I said earlier, a gentleman, Lee Skeet, who owns a restaurant over in the UK um, and had some very rude and disturbing patrons in his restaurant who treated uh, a server who I guess, honestly, since this is only a 12-person restaurant, 12-seated person restaurant, she's probably like one it. of two servers, yeah, right. treated her very poorly. And um, and Lee actually stood up for her like a good restaurant owner should and fought back. And um, we're going to be talking about that. Brad, do you have the, the actual tweets on everything? Yeah, so his original tweet was on May the 4th, be with you. And 
It. And also with you. Um, and so the tweet itself is, I'm not clout chasing or looking for likes. I just think we should start calling out rich people who think they can treat people like crap. And then it's the email that he sent to this group, which is dear, and he scratched out their name. I wanted to firstly thank you for choosing my restaurant for your meal tonight, and I understand you had the biggest bill we've ever had on one table here. Unfortunately, throughout the evening, I was made aware that your party's behavior was inappropriate towards Lily, who runs front of house. She has told me that as a 22-year-old girl, she was talked down to, disrespected, and touched unwantedly by members of your group. Hmm, didn't we just talk about that? Weird. I have spent the last hour having conversations with her that break my heart, make me feel like a shit employer and, and, and a terrible dad having my own daughter. Please provide your bank details and I will refund your entire bill of 1,000 pounds minus 100 pounds that I believe you should have tipped Lily, which I will pay directly to her as you left no tip. I would thank you to never come back to my restaurant. Lily means a lot more to me than money. I also think you should assess the people you surround yourself with. Lee. Update from that, he actually changed his mind, did not refund their bill, but gave the entire bill to Lily, the, the server. The, the next tweet that he posted, which was on May 5th, said, On reflection, I, re I reacted too quickly and emotionally last night. Sorry, I was a little bit angry and protective. Which, don't ever apologize for that, please, Lee. I'm not going to refund the customer's money. I've instead kept it and transferred it to Lily. Which I think is great. You know, I, I recently, on Saturday, I got treated like a piece of shit by some crazy lady that just came out of nowhere, and I did nothing wrong. The only thing I did do wrong was speak to her son a little rudely. But that's after, because... After saying your name three times, and then he waves that's you. that's because I said my name three times, and he waved at me to get try and get my attention. And so I'm like, okay. And I repeated it again to him. And again, my name is Samantha, if you need anything else. And that's how I said it. Like with that cute little tone of, hey, you little shit. I gave you my name three times before. You don't need to wave me down. You can say, hey, Samantha, and I'll be right over. So, you know, I like I, I understand what it's like to deal with rude customers. And there's no excuse for it. None. You know, our job is to make your night, your morning, your day enjoyable. Our job is to feed you and to take care of you and to provide you with the best service that we can possible. You being rude and inappropriately touching and making a big scene, not cool. Not cool at all and not called for. So I think, I think Lee went above and beyond with this situation by giving Lily that amount of that tab. I mean, that was just crazy. And for calling out the people that treated her like shit. I yeah, mean that absolutely I, directly doing so right like again this was not just an instance of like we we tell people if they're going to go on Yelp you need to have it if you had a problem that you needed to at least have started with your server and a manager right he started immediately with these people he went straight to them and said, hey, you know, it turns out we had a problem because I just spent all this time talking to Lily and it turns out you're all a bunch of fucking assholes. Right. right. And feel free to never come back. That's yeah. exactly correct. Yeah. 
Um, so we we want to give a huge shout out to Leeski. Thank you very much for standing up for your staff, for supporting your staff, and for honestly respecting yourself and what you do as an owner and a chef. Thank you. We greatly appreciate that. We also went online to try and find Yelp reviews of his restaurant, Cora. Unfortunately, we can't find any. There are no restaurant reviews of Cora. Yeah, it is a little strange. Lee, Wait, not what, to what say anything horrible. The Stranger Things. I can put it on right now. Fucking amazing. Oh, my God. But how come there are no reviews? It is a little weird. You know, we found one, and that was from an actual restaurant critic. Right. And, and this is what I, I said that is the only thing I can think of that makes sense is that this is not the type of place that people go to in order to then turn around and write Yelp reviews or TripAdvisor reviews. That right. It, that this is the kind like it's only a twelve seater restaurant. It it is high end. It is very specific to a certain type of people, certain type of person, and that person's not going to turn around and write a Yelp review. <laughs> they're just gonna get you fired. <laughs> well, it's just that you know they're they're gonna go. I know in. your boss is it, boss, dude. I mean, no joke. It, it seems like if it's a twelve person place, like it's like an invite only situation, right? Well, yeah. I mean, their kitchen is probably smaller than yours, Bill. Right? Like that place it's, looks like it's, it's the a size toilet of kitchen your hybrid, apartment. and it's you know it's. <laughs> It's in demand, okay? Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, it's Rent in Denver is it, insane. It, it's a very small, very unique kind of a place. And so the only reviews you might find are from, you know, legitimate restaurant reviewers. Right. Like which he, is, he, he wanted that critic to be there. Which honestly is great, mm -hmm. right? It's great to have an actual food critic who comes in and writes a real legitimate and well thought out and practiced review. I do think you nailed the fucking... It wasn't Stranger Things. It was X-Files. You nailed it because now I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> so, yes, we did find a review from an actual review critic. And I say that not in a condescendingly way because there are people out there who make writing reviews their life job, um, not their, their angry outlet like Yelpers do. Uh, but the review is quite long. I'm, we're not going to go into it entirely, but I will just say, uh, uh, just give a little bit of information. It's a 12 seating dining room. It's upstairs uh, from a cafe called Cafe Milkwood. Um, Lee single-handedly cooks each lunch and dinner using just one hob and a hot plate. I don't know what a hob is. Can anybody research hob in, in UK terms. UK-ish. Probably, honestly, probably just What does one. hob mean in English? Over in, in, in England, a hob is actually going to be probably just one, one burner. Wouldn't you say it's a burner? That's what I think. It's just one burner. So he probably just has one burner and a hot plate to make all these creations. He, uh, this... A flat metal shelf at the side or back of a fireplace having the surface level and the top of the grate and you... Uh, that's... Let's see. So like a machine temp. tool. It actually it it looks like a burner. Okay. So here, it's a, uh, it's actually here. I'll show you a picture. It's like a it it's it's looks like just one stove. Yeah. So an eye on a stove. Okay. No 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 like oh, just so like one stove top. Oh. Right. Like he has four burners is what it looks like. Uh, more more than likely it's a four burner setup. Okay. Um. So let's just I'm gonna preface 
Preface. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm getting, getting over a cold, so I'm kind of, kind of like hot in throat right now. Did Dry get, throat. Did you guys see these salted caramel skulls on this room? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I'm just like scrolling through the review. You're scrolling through the review. So apparently, so Lee had um, had started this restaurant and his previous ones with, as a Kickstarter. So he had um, 40 Days and 40 Nights, which was 40 Days and 40 Nights of cooking at one specific place. Dope. Right. I think it was in his house, wasn't just like it, Brad? Moses. You read more than I did about it. So just really quick background. He was an extremely high-end chef. He worked with you know some of Gordon the top, Ramsey. including yeah, Gordon Ramsay. Uh, he got... Uh, he was in a hit and run accident in 2017. He thought he was completely done um, and was not going to be able to work. Well, then the pandemic hit and then that was a total disaster and he was out of work entirely. And then as things picked up, he thought, okay, maybe I can actually go ahead and start cooking again. So he actually started doing in his own home, he started doing a pop-up kitchen. That's what it was. So that people, he, he basically had like seating for six and he sold out all the time. Mm, yeah. So then he did, he, he was like, okay, let's build this up again and build this up again. So, you know, he did the 40 days and 40 nights, which was a pop-up kitchen within another restaurant. And now he's at Cora's, which is which his is, restaurant. Yeah, which is the first floor above that other above restaurant where he's cafe. doing those pop-ups. So this reviewer just goes on to state that, you know, he had some oysters and they tasted amazingly. Uh, he also had some crackers, uh, delicate tapioca crisp topped with a sweet white crab avocado and pistachio puree. Um, and then another one was uh, a nutty rye cracker topped with rich smoked mackerel pate. That was balanced by a slice of Granny Smith apple. So it does really look like that Lee knows what he's doing. Yeah, as this far is as, insane. As far as... <laughs> well, and I mean, the pictures of this food They look amazing awesome. as well. A bowl of smooth, smooth and meaty set bone marrow custard might sound a bit odd. I don't like bone marrow, but I would try it again. I love right. bone marrow. I would try it again. But it delivers buckets of flavors. Um, you know, a layer of savory sourdough bread sliced lightly acidic pickled mushrooms and golden croutons add a little extra dimension to one of the standout dishes of the meal. He Lee knows what he's doing, and honestly, for the the size, the small size of his kitchen, he is doing a lot, a lot. With, with little and and making it exquisite, an exquisite dining place. And in addition to this food, which um, I think I saw that it was like seventy five pounds for a six course meal for dinner, and then fifty pounds for like a three course meal for lunch. You could also have pairings of wine with these meals, which, you know, of course bumps up your check average, but it's, it's, it also tells you that he's, he's no cook. He's a chef and he knows how to make these really exquisite, he's an artist. unique. Yes. You're totally on the artist kick there. <laughs> <clears throat> these exquisite, unique dishes, but he knows how to pair wine with them as well, which is a huge thing in our, in the service industry. It's not just, you know, have, oh, have the this pairing, rose. the pairing of spirits of wine of beer is a whole realm of study unto its own and has become huge, even with, you know, even, even the, in the like lowliest of places, yeah. the descriptions on beer menus are such that you can properly pair it with what it is you're, uh, you're eating. 
Yeah. So yeah, and Bill, you had said that there's little these little candy skulls. Okay, uh, we got to share these links. A pair of thin, media, dark so. chocolate skulls filled with salty, silk, silky, salted caramel. I mean, how great is that for your dessert? I like this review is an amazing <clears throat> review. It is, yeah. because but it's a it professional. Is, it's a professional critic. critic writing this, and this was from the Forty Days, Forty Nights. This wasn't from Cora's. This was from uh, Lee Skeet's Forty Days, Forty Nights restaurant, the pop up restaurant. So. This was a while ago um, that he was doing this. I would love it if I could, if we could have some reviews of Cora's. Yeah. Maybe we need to cross the pond and go to Cora's <laughs> to to taste it ourselves. You know, and it, it seems as though, and if you if you follow him on Twitter, it seems as though this, the, it's got to be doing really well because now most updated. Is if you follow Lee Skeet, that's who you're talking about. Yeah, if you follow Lee Skeet, is they're talking about going ahead and moving the restaurant to London? Dope. So they're you know growing. If you can do that, you're growing, right? You're you're taking off and from the inside of your own home to to a small little upstairs flat, you know, basically a flat to now you know maybe a larger space. Yeah, that's a big deal. And to still be able to stand up to these fuck. Shit whistlers, <laughs> cock farmers. Like it's I, not the clean episode. You can say what you need yeah. to say. Well, I didn't so. know what I really wanted to say there. Like, I, I, like, I, I don't know. I just say it, it bothers me, man. Like it's like a twenty-two-year-old girl and these fucking yeah. Well-to-do. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter just, if she's twenty-two or forty-five. You don't treat people that you way. You just don't treat anyone. You like don't that. treat anyone that way. Again, think about you sitting at your desk at you know typing away in mid-thought of of something at your computer and one of your other employees coming up and like poking you in the fucking shoulder and be like, him in, him in, him in, him in. Like you just, you don't do that shit. You don't do it. You know, I, I don't understand where the public thinks that we are, this isn't our job, that we're just here for their their, you know, fucking pleasure, dance monkey, dance bullshit. <laughs> so, dance monkey, you know, dance puppet. You know, it also just found scrolling through his, uh, his tweeters. Um, his Twitter tweeters? It, I'm so bad with Twitter, so I don't really understand yeah. how it all works. I'm afraid but of it. I'll be honest. I'll tell you what. If we had wanted to find reviews, there are people- We should have went on Twitter. We should have gone on Twitter because actually in looking at this, people who tweet about the place are leaving reviews. They're not like, you know, huge thought out reviews, but, you know, here's one. Top class lunch at Cora Rust Cardiff today uh every course spot on at lee skeet treats every ingredient with love and has the skills to pair things back smashing the flavors exceptional olive oil panna cotta one of the best desserts ever thanks lee and lily will be back matt and beck x so there are word of mouth i mean that's twitter working like yeah the way so it's supposed i mean to. There, there are people there are several of those like of people who are actually writing their their even at photos yeah, in the Twitter oh, tweets, oh, all, all of them had photos. There you go, man. Yep. Well, fuck. I'm. It's TikTok or Twitter. I'm not doing both. <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> this is. I Hats mean, off. It, on the one hand, it's you know, it's like a sad story, but it's on the other hand, it's super in, in, inspirado. Like, it that's, is. It's that's extremely inspirado. And I mean, I can totally see where he was coming from. Is like, look, I'm not looking for like to to get any extra clout, but right. it is really important to put this forward and that's really a lot of the reason we started this right is we're not looking for clout like yeah you like whatever if we if we want it 
we'll we'll you know break our arms patting ourselves on the back yeah. about it. We you know that's great, but it's important to call out and have It'll, our yeah. voices yeah. against shitbags. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, guys, we're gonna take a little break. And when we come back, we're gonna do some happy hours. Fucking shots, dude. No. What? No. Damn it. We work in bars that get three stars. I'm not your minion. Fuck your opinion. Fuck your three stars. Hey. Hey, guys, guess what time it is? Uh, what time is it? Bill. Nah. K-O-R-S. K-O-R-S. <laughs> it's a Three Stars Podcast. Happy hour. Cook it out. Three Stars Podcast. Happy hour. You don't know. It's a Three Stars Podcast. Happy hour. Let's get our spritz on. I need a drink. Buena Vista. Buena Vista. No, no what's oh, no. Uh, Chin Chin. We should have studied up on some Italian for this. Yeah, somebody should have thought about that. <laughs> Salut. Uh, you know, though, we went from the Salute. we went from the UK to Italy, which is the trip that you and I did. Salute. Five years ago. Yeah. We went from London to Italy. Italy. It was five years ago. Jeez Louise. I know. Salute. So we're drinking the Aperol Spritz. Spritz our way out of this. Give a spritz. Oh, that's nice. Hmm. I mean, you pour anything. What's in this bitch? You pour anything <laughs> into prosecco or uh, champagne, and it's going to taste a lot better. What is this? Uh, all right. So, in this in particular mm. is aperol, prosecco, and soda water. Super simple. So super simple. Spritzes are simple. They're essentially wine and soda water, right? That's like the basic basic. And the way it came about. Uh, way, way back into the history times um, when the Austrian soldiers mm. were in Italy and they wanted to add things to boozy it up a little bit more to match, sorry, to the wine, to boozy it up a little bit more to then match the beer that they were more used to drinking. Right, right, right. Because oh. beer will fill you up, you know, it's like, it's like you can drink seltzers. Sure. I'll, I'll drink well, a seltzer. But wine, but wine was also obviously hmm. the much more dominant uh, choice in Italy. So they would add, you know, add soda water to white wine, then they would add one of the liqueurs of the area, right? Campari is an extremely popular one. Aperol is an extremely popular one. And uh, so is uh, Chinar or Grand Classico. Fucking Chinar. Yeah. See, I love Chinar. Yeah, that, that's when you- artichoke in it? Ugh. Yeah, we got we to gotta circle back to this. Yeah. We do <laughs> that, need to do Amaro's. We do. Yeah. Amari. Amari. I actually learned that Amari is the plural of, of Amaro. Amaro. Like octopus. Yeah. Like octopies? I, octopussies. <laughs> one, of those, one of those is incorrect. Uh, I saw James Bond. It's, 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 it's octopussies. Hey, I'm just saying. It's up to the listenership to determine. Amaris. So, I mean, we've all had, uh, we've all had white wine uh, spritzers, right? Like in terms of ordered from us, right? Those get ordered from from us on any sort of regular basis. But then, like, just spritzes in general are fairly 
common. And like I said, I wanted to drink Aperol today because I've been getting a lot of yeah. requests lately for Aperol spritz. We even put one on the menu uh, at one of my jobs. And then the other one, I asked if we could start carrying Aperol again because I'm getting constant requests it's gotta for it. has got to be like a 400% profit margin. Like how much you pay for a bottle of Aperol versus how much you're going to charge for a fucking spritz, right? Well, the, like- and the funny thing is Aperol is only 11%. <laughs> Like in in alcohol, it's only eleven percent. It's very low. So I can drink four times as much. And a lot of Amaro are. They're usually not mm-hmm. like proofed up super high. Right, and prosecco, no. what the prosecco we use is what like six. I didn't actually six to read. Eight. I didn't read it, but usually they're anywhere from like twelve to fifteen percent. That's not crazy. Right? That's so, not crazy. Yeah, it's not. It's not crazy. Uh, and the formula is basic as well. It's a it's a three two one. So it's going to be you know. Uh, Three parts Aperol, two parts Prosecco, one part soda water. Um, Aperol used to do, uh, or their approved method used to be uh, in equal parts of Aperol and Prosecco. And one of the funniest things, I mean, now it, now I don't think it That's is. That's a lot of Aperol. Um, actually, Bill, go grab that Aperol bottle. Take your headphones off. <laughs> Before you run over there. <laughs> you don't know. So you don't tell me what to do, Brad. You're not my what, supervisor. What I always <laughs> find amusing is especially newer bartenders will come up to me and they'll be like, what goes in an Aperol spritz? <laughs> and I tell them, the turn the bottle around. It's yeah. one part Aperol, two parts spritz. Because it is right there. And it just says on the back, it doesn't actually give the, the measurements on the back, but it says, fill a wine glass with ice, combine <laughs> Prosecco, Followed by Aperol, this says in equal parts, and add a splash of soda. And then garnish with an orange slice. And the the funny thing about that is that it's saying equal parts on here is that if you actually go to the Aperol website, they give the three, two, one, which is the three parts Aperol, two parts Prosecco, one part so soda water. So it's even water. stronger. That's even it's st- even stronger. Like the what the bottle says is even stronger. Because like, I'm about yeah. that I'm about that equal parts Prosecco Aperol. I could see that working. Is sure. That, is that what you did? I did the equal parts. Yeah. And then the rest soda. Correct. That's but then even on the Aperol website, it says that the IBA approved, which I don't know why it matters that the IBA has to approve it, but they say the nuts. three they say the three two one <laughs> recipe. And really this comes down to to everything that we say all the time, which is ultimately you drink the drink the way you like right. it. Right. Right. For me. I'm not a huge fan of sparkling wines. So but you not, know how I feel about bubbles. Yeah. So that's I, why we did this episode last. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we did when we did our uh, our uh, what's it called our mimosa episode. Yeah, that was the right. best oh, way to drink that was when we were chugging, chugging straight from the bottle, the bottle and, yeah. and, and then doing OJ back. Yeah, it really that, was like, good. That was, Could have a shot of please. We did that video. We should actually bring back that video following this episode. Dude, but, our YouTube page is like, and I fuck with YouTube. It's like one of my favorite pages. I get all drunk and I'll <laughs> all just watch. All four videos. I will watch the same four videos over and over. <laughs> like that shit is so funny. <laughs> but I mean like that, like that kind of thing is ultimately like you, you drink it the way that you like it. Right. Right. I mean, have a spritz the way that you like it. Maybe you like a Campari spritz. It depends maybe on you what like time Aperol. of day it is, right? Like if it's eleven o'clock, maybe you dial down the higher alcohol content. And right. The, like it's, sure. So just, no. Yeah. No. You start with the higher alcohol. 
Well, well, I always like when people come in and like the excuses for drinking or not drinking is at the airport. I, it's are, hilarious. Are, are hysterical. <laughs> people would be like, uh, you know, I've got a three hour layover, so I should just go with a single. Right, they don't they don't take the double. Double or, is half off though. Or I mean. you then have the people who come in who are like, I have a three hour lay- layover. You better pour me a double. Yeah. Right. Or the, uh, it's seven a.m. I don't know if I should start drinking yet. Oh, it's seven a.m. I, I need a drink. I, I need a drink. Right. I always I mean, like to make it strong. I'm like, dude, if you do you realize who you're talking to? Yeah. I don't even know what our fucking proper pour is supposed to be, dude. <laughs> I don't get fucked. Make it strong. So, um. It, with regards to what you had said earlier in the episode about the the bartender who said it's an orange liqueur, uh, mm-hmm. um, so and that is that is what they say on their website that that is what Aperol is known as. It's an orange bitter liqueur. That's so crazy. There are so many other uh, herbs and roots and things like that in Aperol. Like they don't tell what their recipe is, but the the big thing about it is that it actually pairs very well with grapefruit, right? So. It, you know, it's going to bring out the citrus or the citrus in it will be brought out by another citrus and specifically like those milder ones like grapefruit or uh, or orange in terms of being more mild than that's why you say, garnish it with lemon orange. or lime. And yeah, that's why they garnish it. You know, that's their recommendation as well. You, you would garnish it with an orange because those those aromas pair well with the flavors of the Aperol. This is a really good Aperol spritz. I mean, I've had at least an Aperol spritz, <laughs> and this is really <laughs> good. <laughs> this is really this good. Is delicious. <laughs> I've had this one. It's so good. No, dude, less is more, right? My God, it's fucking crazy. I love it. Yeah. They are also good. bubbles and also helium. bubbles and helium, yes. All right. That was a lovely happy hour. It's, it's light a lovely th- episode. It makes, it makes me want to, like... Makes me want to sit outside in a cute little square in Florenza and listen to everything that's going on and the warm heat and sip on this drink. <laughs> All right, check please. What did we learn today? That Aperol is uh, orange liqueur. Uh, that's I was I didn't want to interject earlier, but I thought it was uh, interesting because I would not lump that with like Blue Carousel or Cointreau or Grandma or Triple Sec. Sure. So, like, that's more of like a bitter to me. And we were talking off mic. I was like, of all the, I'm gonna say aperitivo. I don't know or aperitifs. Uh, this is this is the most approachable one for me. Uh, like, I'm mean, like, I'll flirt with a burn a little bit. You know, I have a pretty refined palate. But like, that's that's interesting. Like, I could, I would, I would drink an aperol spritz. Yeah. I would. I'm not, I'm not even ashamed to. I'm not even ashamed to say it. Like you don't always have to fucking order a shot of beer, right? Like it's, it's whatever. Well, and I said I this. I need to record this shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, well, I had said this. I had said this before. I've actually had an aperol spritz before. Um, I have but, too. It was. I was. But I, no, no, no. Like, I, but I normally wouldn't because mm. I would not go ahead and order something that has prosecco or champagne. But I actually have, um, and. I, I think it was at Pony Up actually. Uh, one time, I had ordered an Aperol spritz. Name drop. Um, fucking cloud good place, yeah. by the way. So, <laughs> just kidding. I'm sorry. Um, Brad, you know, you know you what learn? I learned. You know what I learned, and it, it's not through this episode. I mean, I could say several things, but um, you know, be skeet and you know, all of that, and just about Aperol in general. I learned that. Again, I really love differentsguide.com. 
What is it? Difford's Guide. And it's what I have used for a whole ton of, uh, of recipe checking, of history of cocktails. Fuckers hold down on me. I've mentioned this so many times <laughs> on the podcast, actually. I should probably say um, And it was actually Colin who told me about Difference Guide, you know, probably about a year and a half ago. And they just have a really good, complete uh, website. Like, I don't trust a lot of these other ones, like the right. liquor.com. And, and so it's the worst thing about, like, the middle of the shift, like, oh, yeah, I know how to make that. Yeah. Let me just confirm real quick. And, and then you got to fucking... Right. And I don't necessarily like I don't necessarily like to use just difference guide, right? Like I never I, I pull you from never mentioned yes, this. I have. <laughs> and I, I don't like to like I like to be able to pull from a lot of different resources so that I feel as though when I'm doing stuff it's complete. Um, but especially if I need to know something quickly and accurately, difference guide is an awesome, awesome resource. I, I'm sorry. I have to go with Bill. I've never heard you say this word before. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've heard of Dick Insider, but not different oh. guy. Oh. Uh, and well, now, now it's a thing. <laughs> I learned today that in Venteo, Italy, 300,000 spritzes are consumed in a day, which means that's, that's a lot. 200 spritzes a minute. That's it's, a lot. Uh, a Veneto. Oh, in Veneto. V-E-N-E-T-O. In, what did I say? Venteo. Yeah, that too. Virginia. In uh, <laughs> people may not have noticed, but we uh, this is the second episode we've recorded <laughs> today. So. You can't say that. You can't, you can't say that. They, they don't can't. know that. <laughs> and it's in actually going to be released before the first one. <laughs> time, time is relative. Time is relative. In Veneto. Italy. Incognito, indeed. That's right. But that's insane. 300,000 spritzes a day? And it's not Aperol. It's not just Aperol spritzes. You, you can no, make yeah. anything so a spritz. It's the genre. This of, might but, be uncouth, uh, but in the sake of, like, could you do this with a limoncello? Like, yeah. I know that you're supposed absolutely. to drink limoncello absolutely. afterwards. But like, yeah, no, absolutely. Because yeah, that would are, fucking slap. These are just so good, though. We should do limoncello. Actually, mm-hmm. I it is not my bag at all. I don't it's like not your bag, baby. Super, <laughs> I was not trying to uh, step on your shit either, or step. Don't step <laughs> on my shit. <laughs> on that note, we're gonna go ahead and sign off. Thanks again for That's listening. My shit. That's my shit. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and supporting you guys. Please go ahead and make sure to follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Sometimes maybe the Twitter twat. I don't know. What? Depending on how I feel. OnlyFans? Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> Who's what? After what? hours. Go ahead and give us that heart, that thumbs up, and uh, go ahead and hit that little subscribe button on any podcast platform that you do listen to us to. Go ahead. Also, I like to say go ahead, go ahead. Also, please make sure to step outside your comfort zone and leave us a review. You can do that on any of our podcast platforms. You can leave a review on Facebook, on Instagram. You can email it to us at three stars podcast at gmail.com. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> or, or you can just go ahead and give us a call at 720-459-2033. My phone, that phone is turned off right now, but you know what? Just leave a voicemail. I should probably check them, shouldn't I? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you keep giving away the phone number. There's probably but nobody like, ever calls or texts. No, so. Our voicemail is probably full now. Yeah. Anyways, please go ahead and leave us a review. Tell us what you think about us. We would love to hear from you. And come on back next time. You hear? You're gonna like that cocktail. 
I guarantee it. <laughs> That's what it feels like, Brad. <laughs> That you don't even know. You don't, you don't know. even know. You don't even know. <laughs> <laughs>